Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Uh, Daniel playing Chad Fleek. K-Hall playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle and I play Tarjax. Uh, we still have no mail. Nobody has mailed us in the last hour. Guys, we are recording two sessions in a row for the first time in like... Wow. Three months. My butt hurts, but yeah. we... Oh, you poor thing. You spend all your time <laughs> sitting anyway. Um, so... My closet. No mail. Uh, who wants to do a recap of what did or did not happen last time? We are exploring a mysterious subterranean... something... Maybe it's a city? Yeah. We didn't find out anything of importance. City! The way down. Yeah. Yeah, it's big. It's big. It's really it's big. It's prefabricated. And totally unlived in for the past however long it takes for all traces of life to go away. Maybe a mine, maybe a city, maybe a slave trade post. Maybe yeah, all of them, kind of all of the things. We don't know. The we best kind of mysteries are the unsolvable ones. Are they, though? Yeah. I realize that many people in this party will disagree with me, but that's why I love <laughs> the Numenera system. Yeah, that's why I don't like Numenera. <laughs> Anyways, we're on an elevator. We're descending into the darkness. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out something. Uh, the cable snaps and you plummet. No, that's not what happens. It wouldn't matter I, anyway. We'll just scare to yeah. yeah. tell your all story. I, I would just feather fall everyone. It's fine. I would very Wait, briefly. If you feather fall us inside of the. Yeah, they'll just get. It's fine. Shredded. Right, well, let's. Let's do the physics here. So like, then we would just be smashed away. against the ceiling the of it. Continue the adventure, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, we live either way. The elevator descends down into the darkness, and it spins 180 degrees, so the door is now facing away from the cliffside, which Aha. I will point out again is not like rough unfinished stone it is worked stone like it's a sheer wall of stone mm -hmm. tile right um it takes a couple of minutes for the elevator to reach the bottom and when you do reach the bottom you are greeted by a line of statues that are roughly humanoid in shape, but have long since worn down um, such that there are no sort of distinguishing features left upon them. Oh no. Because of course not. Of course not. It wouldn't be any fun if you could glean information from them. No. <laughs> they are proportioned somewhere between uh, dwarves and humans. Hmm. Okay. They look, wait, what? They look more like dwarves than humans? They are proportioned somewhere between dwarves and humans. Huh. So, restoration magic wouldn't work here, would it? On things that have just worn out over time? I, mending would work. What if, though? Does mending fix erosion? Uh, it repairs damage. I think that might be stretching the intent of the spell a little bit. <laughs> I, I think using mending to repair something that has been ravaged by time is within reason. Um, within reason. Is there anything at the base of any of these I guess, statues? I guess it is so a like... break or tear isn't really... Yeah. Mm. Right. Do you think elementals could like un could figure out the, um, the age of stone? Um... I don't know if why they would be able to in particular. Maybe. There... Plaques or anything at the base of the statues where you're like... I mean, so is there any sort of writing or anything that might there... say, you know... I mean, yes, there is. They are on 
plinths that are raised about a foot off the ground and there is that same uh, sort of quasi-dwarven script running around the yeah. exterior. There is writing. Like... You're not going to gain any useful information from it. Sure, but I'm, I want to pull out a scroll, though, and like etch, mm, etch mm-hmm. a few of them That's not a bad onto idea. it. Uh, comparing these various pedestals and their writings, um, do they have any like common words between them, or like do they have the same title up at the top, or any? I'm looking for similarities between the placards. Um, there are there are some, but it's like shared words rather than you know there's a heading that all of them share or something like that. How many statues are there? There are. Um, a dozen statues, sort of situated in a semicircle around the elevator. I'm going to get a. I'm just going to like get like an etching of all of them. Then, okay. Uh, Spatial clarification here. This this elevator brought us down uh, diagonally, or just straight down from the previous cliff. Straight down. Okay. The um when I walked across though still Yeah, when I walked across the void over to the other wall, that wall was sloped though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're in so like the room down here is probably even larger. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm thinking that slope might be like the other end of the mountain. Well, you'll recall that the sort of the roof sloping down came to a halt midair, so there was more cave that continued on underneath it. Oh, yeah. Okay. But so the wall behind us is all, like, straight cut, or is it tiled? Or It's tiled, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Continuing on, then, is there any signposts pointing one way or another? Not that we could read them, but it, is there directions that point? <laughs> um... There is to not just meander here. So on the on the ground, which is sort of still that same stone tile, there are three paths that are set in um, emerald, ruby, and sapphire, respectively, leading out of uh, sort of between the statues in sort of like a a three pronged fork. And when I say Emerald, ruby, and sapphire, I mean they are literally paved with gemstones. Mm. Ooh. Third generation pathways. <laughs> God damn it. So, Start chiseling uh, these out, boys. I was like, how, how tightly are these? Uh... Yeah, this is payday. <laughs> yeah. We don't need the sapphires, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good on sapphires. Uh, um, so, yeah. How many different... Uh, summon like 58 and just have them dig up the what animal like something they can dig these out like a mole or something they're eight set eight pretty tight against mole. each other yeah. something with I, I don't think we should worry about these right now <laughs> this is something we can do at any point in the future at our leisure uh, assuming the place doesn't blow up yes if the place blows up, we have bigger <laughs> problems than oh no, we've lost our profits. Yeah, we don't want we don't want to waste we don't right. want a bottle here. Um well I guess let's just follow along one of these paths, I suppose. Ruby. Sounds good. Okay. Uh follow the red lo- brick road. <laughs> we we've had enough trouble with sapphires already. Yeah. yeah. That's the last one I'm gonna choose. The ruby path leads off to the left, um, and you walk past, again, um, I didn't describe it very much um, in the last session, but it's very similar to the sort of park or garden that you walk through between the sort of marketplace and the the edge of the cliff. Um, The path is kind of surrounded by um, what looks like... uh, lichen that's been sort of grown on the walls and on ornamental stone fixtures. Um, Some of it has grown very thick, like you've never seen a lichen that's sort of three-dimensional before. Ooh, Ooh, Um, yum. There are benches 
and uh, like I said, stone sculptures, a couple of things that Desmond, you instinctually recognize as fountains uh, oh, that are dry. I water them as we pass. Okay. Uh, dirty water fills them now because they are like the, the basins are full of dust. Um, there are trees of crystal that appear to be uh, sort of grown out of the ground. Or rather, structures that are analogous to trees. You're not, you're not sure that the people, question mark, who live down here, question mark, <laughs> were aware of what trees were. Like, it's clusters of crystal that have a central trunk and branches at the top. Hmm. Anyway, okay. after walking for a couple of minutes, you reach a large stone door, um, sort of in between the ten foot ones that you've been seeing and the mountain home entryway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very large and grandiose, and uh, and there's a wall sort of that comes across through the cavern here, uh, holding that door, obviously. It's not just a freestanding door in the middle of the path. I mean, we've encountered a lot of those, so I wouldn't bat an eye, honestly. That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You? I would say we go through more freestanding doors than not. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we all think this is like a, this is pre-hatching, right? Or no? Yeah, I don't even know anymore. Um, pre-hatching definitely seems likely. It could also be like a planar intersection thing where like this got squished into our reality from a different one. Because that seems to happen a lot. Well, didn't that, um, that lab we ran into very early on uh, when we were going through... I forget where exactly. The it? tower, yeah. It was in the underway. What yeah, is... that didn't have nearly the amount of dust that this place has, right? It was also, that was, um, the dwarven there was readable. Yes. Yeah. What because... if this was caught, this place is here, kind of going off your idea there, because of the uh, tempor, you know, planar issues in uh, the, uh, in, uh, you know, from where we just were, Lori's like there's somehow, yeah, like right. it's, it's somehow connected. The the name of this mountain that range that we're on is the Hatchling's Horn. Yes. And if I'm remembering right, the Hatchling's Horn, a mountain exists now where there was not a mountain pre-hatching, right? Oh, is that? Am I remembering that right? Because we, we talked about where to land the ship way back when, and we were like, Hatchling's Horn, nobody lives there. Right. How do you think that's a little piece off the hatchling's bill that it used to break the egg? Well, I'm wondering if the if the hatchling brought this from somewhere else because if if a scale can mess up interdimensional stuff, then it, you know it, it, the world being an egg for an extra-dimensional being also could mess up where things went. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, definitely snag one of these crystals though. Yeah. Just a little get a little hammer tap. Okay. Uh, um, and then I, I put it in Desmond's mouth to see if it's magic. You tap one of the crystal trees with a hammer and it produces a sound like a bell. <clears throat> reverberating throughout this vast open space. Pretty. Um, and, after, and then I break one off with a chisel or something. Yeah, at, <laughs> you apply a little more direct force, a little less melodious and... <laughs> um, the end of one of the quote-unquote branches snaps off. Okay. Um, I, I give it a little heft, and then I check it for magic by... Uh, first, I hold up a Began strip, and then when Desmond tries to, like, bite down on the Began strip, I swap it out for the crystal. Ooh, <laughs> You don't need to motivate Desmond to put strange things in his mouth. He does no, you know what? Fun. That's fair. Desmond, is it magic? I don't know. Is it magic? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in the bag with the rest of my weird crystals. Sorry, I missed. Did the ruby path end here, or does it continue through? You have not opened the door. Uh, oh. we, there's the door. Yep. Open uh, door. Yeah. Farak goes first. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, 
pray tell what is beyond ye door. I, I need Falrock to tell me what Falrock is doing before I describe what's on <laughs> I, the other side I, of the door. I the door, didn't I? Did that not come through? I don't I think it did. The door. Okay. Take a wolf with you. You push the door open, and there's a, a grinding sound, much like the one from the, the entryway, stone on stone. And on the other side, uh, sort of cast in a, a dim red glow, unwavering, you see what looks like somebody has transported an entire city, well, a, a small town, entire city is grandiose. Um, think something like Agaton, roughly the size of Agaton. Um and just sort of stuck it in a cavern and turned the whole thing to stone. So like Agaton under, if it was also Agaton over. Um, Dim light emanates from poles holding rubies the size of basketballs. Um, Now those are magical. Yes. What, basketballs? Yeah. Yeah. How do they, they bounce? They if you if you hold a basketball and you throw it really well, you can magically coerce institutions of higher learning to pay for your education. <laughs> <laughs> wow! God damn! Shots fired. Ah, uh, yeah, three pointers. Yeah, three pointers all the day. <laughs> um, cool. So. I want to go check out this underground town. I am most curious to see if this place is just as empty as the rest. It's the dust as thick down here. Yes, yeah. the dust is still fairly consistently okay. a couple inches of thick. Of course it is. I mean, we're, we're watching for tracks, but I feel like they're going to be fairly obvious in this environment. Um, I check in a couple houses. Uh, architecturally... Farrock, you would know if this was like dwarven homesteads, right? I'd be able to recognize it, right? Because I mean, what is the architectural style of these houses, if there is one? I mean, there would have to be one. Yeah, there is an architectural style. It does not match anything that any of you are familiar with. Ooh. Um, there are like signposts along some of the roads. Which all of the roads are paved with rubies. Um, God damn. The signposts are obviously written in that same unreadable script. Houses are generally fairly squat, um, usually no more than two stories high, um, about the size of like a, a small bungalow, usually. Mm-hmm. There are obviously variations in that. Um, hmm. They all have chimneys. None of the chimneys are producing any smoke because I know you're about to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, What do the interiors of these houses look like? Mostly in comparison, like comforts wise to the kind of cell like structures we saw up above. Uh, They're a little, they're more like the, the larger complexes than the the cells by the metalworking equipment if that's what okay. it was question Larger mark question complexes. mark question mark so like the the merchant area um they are there are there are spots in here that look like they should have contained furniture or objects but no longer do if that makes sense like there are yeah Think, for example, like a row of cabinets that's missing one. Mm, okay. The function oh, way is off. Weird. I I get down near the floor and I sweep away some dust with digitation. I'm really curious to see, like, do I see um, scrape marks on the floor where, like, furniture would have been moved or, you know, like, like it, no matter how well you maintain a space, eventually, like, signs of life are there. Like uh, a house eventually has sort of a lived-in feel to it. Do I see any kind of like chips on a door frame where someone bumped into it carrying a TV, or <laughs> um, like a 
a little mark on the floor where somebody dropped a pan one time or like a scrape mark from furniture or like anything that indicates this place has been inhabited ever. Make an investigation check. That I can do. Uh, never mind. That's a four. I can't do that. <laughs> I walk up to Tara Jackson. I'm like, hey, what you looking for? I'm looking to see. I give Leyland the whole spiel again, identically. Just um, go edit that segment earlier and just paste it in right here. No, All right. I, just... I use my elf eyes and I do an investigation check. I'm just going to make Matt listen to the whole episode. <laughs> That is a total of 24. Hey! So, yes, you do find small signs that this house was at some point inhabited. Okay. That's useful because I was starting to think this place was built and then everybody died before they could inhabit it. (laughs) (laughs) Which would have been a really just a bummer. Yeah. What I want to look for now is typically okay. Towns... Here's the, what? what disturbs me. Then is either a bunch of people lived here at some point and all decided to just get up and leave. Yeah. Or a bunch of people lived here, then died, but there are no remains, mm-hmm. and that's a little worrisome as well. It's the dust. I'm telling you, they got absolutely atomized. I, I I I checked out the dust. It was the dust is dust. Yeah, but it's like if you disintegrate someone, I think that it just creates mundane dust. Yeah, it's not. I don't know how you would like differentiate that from regular dust, or, or spread it so equally throughout the floors that it doesn't look like you. It is interesting. It and... <laughs> yeah, that there's no like there aren't piles of dust here. It's all just like a uniform layer. Yeah. Um, I, I think they probably evacuated is my guess. Like, I think there was probably something like, uh, it was like ported here through some, some kind of hatchling hijinks that they were like erased from existence in transit. Could be. And then a random cabinet here and there also got, if they evacuated, then there's a reason they evacuated. And that's something to keep in mind. If they were wiped out that's something to keep in mind but yeah the elevator didn't automatically go, go back up or nobody sent it back up right no we had we had to bring it we had to you bring had to reset it up the before. yeah mm, quite the mystery okay uh i'm, I'm gonna looking to one of these rubies okay. um and give them a a closer look the big ones yeah basketball yeah we playing back yeah, I decided to stop the song. I don't want to. We don't want to get DMCA. Yeah, we don't want. We don't want copyright strikes on the Alchemist Club. <laughs> it's our only source of revenue. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's, lord, that's a sad joke. <laughs> it's already demonetized. Ugh. Yeah, we can't ever be demonetized because we don't make any money off it in the first place. <laughs> What do uh, I see with my Eric Cochran eyes? So, basketball-sized ruby um, cut very cleanly and a very dim sort of red ember. Ember is not the right word. There's a point of light that kind of rests at the bottom of the basketball. Hmm. It's not in the center of the ruby? No. You know, just so, like where of... the ruby meets the... Yeah, the stone sort of where pillar? the ruby sits on the pedestal, and it's what kind of what kind of pillar is this? We talking like in terms of Roman styles? We talking like Ionic? You're gonna make we me look Corinthian, up? huh? Types of pillars. <laughs> oh, got him! <laughs> Bastards. You know, I know what he's talking about. That's the crazy part. I remember. No, I, I, I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember the distinction between them. I think Ionic is like really simple. Corinthian yeah. uh, has vertical lines and then some curling at the top. Yeah. Like when you think of, when you probably think of traditional Roman pillars. Well, and those then are there's Greek. like some Roman hybrids between are, them. Are different. Huh? Roman yeah, Roman pillars Greek. are different from the Greek pillars. I Come say looking at a comparison chart. I don't know pillars like you do, man. I. Ugh. 
I don't do pillars. I do struts. Yeah, that's... I, mean, I, can, I can roll for stone cutting here, but IRL Zach does not know pillars. Oh no, <laughs> Tuscan. Yeah, Tuscan is the basic one for our for our audience who I'm sure is desperate to know <laughs> what kind of pillars these are. They are Roman Tuscan pillars. Oh my God! It's from Planet Earth. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's yeah. Earth? How else could there be Roman pillars in here? It's just anyway, a style. You don't know. Maybe there was a Juxian Rome. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> oh, Jux is Rome. Or yeah. no, Aldrax is Rome. No. Wait. I was right the first time. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, Pick up I'm the gonna basketball. Cast, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna cast. Um, shit, actually. I don't, I don't that's know that spell. spell. Yeah. Shit is not a spell. Yeah. It, it's I don't a, think it's you usually have to cast to do that. But. Interjection, you fucks. Um, I was going to cast Detect Magic, but I did not prepare it. I have Dispel Magic. What I was going to say is, maybe something, obviously hindsight 2020, but might have been a good idea to run to the Teliferous and then have done a... Uh, a magic uh, sweep well, or whatever. We the magic scan that. is a Basil's personal ability. It's not like a Teliferous thing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We just use the bathtub as a scrying pool. Gotcha. Yep. Or, or maybe we're using the scrying pool as a bathtub. Mm. I think. Uh, yeah. Well, well, one way or the other, I've taken a bath in it. So. <laughs> um. So I guess I'll. Mm. Is this okay? So is this Ruby just creating light in the room, or is there something else creating light here? It looks like the the light in the room is coming from these rubies that are okay. So these are like street, street lights. lights. Yeah. Touch one. I I will touch one. It's a little warm. Pick it up. Is it is it maybe some kind of uh, Fabriel? <laughs> Thank you. No. Okay, I'll pick it. I, can I pick it up? I don't know if I can pick it up. You can try. Is it okay? I'll pick it up. Uh, it is indeed fused to the column. Okay. Also you could probably, probably with appropriate application of force, remove it. But I'm just interested. curious to see if the magic is coming from the post or the ruby. Hmm, that's a good question. Well, but I don't want to commit vandalism in here yet until we've decided not to make this our secret base. Hey guys, do you think we should make this our secret base? Uh, no water, no food. Honestly, Ched's looking at this giant ruby and is thinking it's it's just like it's a t-ball um, setup. <laughs> it's perfect like, for the so, Eric for the Eric Cochran sport of baseball. <laughs> so, but but you know that that temptation, he's just gonna shove that down um, later, and we'll do it later. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Go back with the party. This thing might be important. Don't want to fuck with it. We're in a town. Towns have town halls. I want to go find the town hall. I want to find the mayor's office. I want to find, like, the central building. Towns also have bars. Let's find the bar. There's not going to be anything left in the bar. It could I, be. I'm, I'm on about the mayor's house, though. Yeah. There um, don't appear... So this is a pretty sizable cavern. Like I said, mm -hmm. it's... I mean, the town is roughly the size of Agaton. Um, so it'll take you a little while to kind of suss out the, all of the buildings and try to find one that could feasibly be a mayor's office. Is this acceptable? Sure. I mean, again, we, we don't have anything better to do, so there's not any other directions, just room with stuff. So we're going to go to the bar and uh, I'll try to reconstitute what's left of the dusty stuff in the bottle. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> and, I, will uh, I will put the wolves on alert. Investigation checks from everybody, please. <laughs> it's dehydrated rum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just sugar. Just add water. 19. 16. Okay. Uh, oh, I crit. 11. Yep, 11. Okay. Desmond, you are able to find a bar. Um, All right, I start going through the bottles and like putting water in them and caning them to Ched because I'm not going to try it. <laughs> um, okay, you have uh, a dozen stone bottles full of water. There wasn't anything inside them at nope. all. Uh, the rest <laughs> well, of you, I to Ched, be like, "Hey, man, how does this does this taste um, good?" 
I take a sip of one of them. It tastes like water. Oh. We the elixir of the gods. Keep you alive. Before I get bored. Okay. Um, as for the rest of you, it doesn't look like there is anything resembling a like seat of government or really any buildings that appear to be anything other than like a house or some sort of entertainment uh, facility. Hmm. When you say entertainment facility, you mean like a stage? So yeah, there's there's like you find a what appears to be a theater. There are a couple of bars. Um, there's another one of those weird stone crystal parks. Um, Is it like an amphitheater? Yep. Uh, okay. There's a little, like, if you had to guess, like, you the players, um, something that resembles a golf course. It's a gated community. We've walked into a gigantic <laughs> gated community. <laughs> gigantic leave. Roman gated community. We're, we're not going to find anything useful to us here. Let's leave. Um... Yeah, I think let's check the other pathways because it might be broken up by district or something. Emerald next. Yep. Uh, At the door before we go, I make sure to leave uh, my initials, the date, and down below I scroll, where did they go? In (laughs) bold capital letters, just in case somebody's like poking around here looking for audio logs. No, this is is great. I'm going to set up a (laughs) sub-campaign that's just going to take place in this area. Yeah. Uh, what you don't realize is if had you rubbed away the dust a little bit underneath, it would have said they never left. (gasps) Is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? And then it's like, now I have like a question and answer thing going on with the wall, so I'm like, hello! And the wall's like, hello, and I'm like, how are you? Not so bad, how are you? Would we all kindly go back down the ruby brick road? Yes. Yeah, we're checking out Emerald Path. I'm, I'm compelled to obey. <laughs> <laughs> that easy. Emerald Path. I, I mean, I, I did say, would you kind you of? Did. Like, so. You did say that. <laughs> I'm going to try to sneak down the Sapphire Path by myself. Okay. Uh, everybody else, sure. please make a perception check. Desmond, make a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. I nat 20 on this. Why on this? 12. That, uh, my ladies and gentlemen, yeah, is the power uh, of yak butt. <laughs> At 23. Okay, uh, so you guys... Yeah, you your parents okay. saw you try to walk <laughs> off. So. Just, I'm just on each side, one hand on the shoulder. <laughs> do you, you turn but to do you start... Blonde boy? <laughs> you turn to start down the emerald pathway, and you hear, like, inconspicuous whistling from behind you. <laughs> And then Desmond hears, like, all of us clear our throats in unison. And, like, the camera pans over, and he's cartoon tiptoeing while, you know, whistling as he tries to slip down the sapphire. And then oh, eight wolves the pile thing. onto him. <laughs> my pockets, and I do the, the weird flip in the opposite direction and come back. Yep. <laughs> All right, what's at the end of the Emerald Path? The Emerald Path leads to a similarly sized door. It does not have sort of the park aspect as you as you follow it deeper into the cavern. Um, and as you're walking, this is actually directly away from the cliff wall that you came down. So after a few minutes, um, you can see that uh, like the the back wall of the cavern that Terrajux ran into um, sort of descend down so this cavern has a discernible ceiling now. Oh, okay. Um, there are more of these statues uh, sort of lining the path as you walk down um, until you... Same size and everything? Yeah. Until you reach the doorway. Uh, Falrock opens the door. (laughs) I open the door. Falrock attempts to open the door and finds it unyielding. Hmm. Yeah, does it feel like it's, like, jammed? Yeah, does it just not give, or...? 
Um, if you had to guess, you'd say, yeah, it's probably, it's probably jammed. Do I see, like, a keyhole? No. Okay. Did anybody bring a sledgehammer? Well, yes, I'm a human sledgehammer. Um, <laughs> what if we, uh, use the, um, the ever-flowing chalice, or a decanter, sorry, use the decanter to shoot some water around the edges to see if we could loose the jam or tr find out where the jam is. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Did these doors open inward or outward? Inward. Okay. It's always <laughs> worth a shot. I go and I knock on the door. Uh, it's roughly equivalent to walking or knocking on a solid stone wall because that's yeah. essentially what it is. Right. Um. Yeah, if we want to try, like, doing some decanter stuff. Um, I thought you were going to suggest, like, using the decanter to, like, freeze and thaw and, like, uh, split the rock or something. But We could do that if... next. But I'm just thinking, like, if there's something in one of, like, the... in between the door and the the walls, rather than something leaning against the door itself that's jamming, yeah. then, you know, clear it that way. Yeah, worth a try. Do the old credit card on the... On the uh, credit card on the deadbolt yeah yeah deadbolt sorry lost the word that's okay is there any light coming through no okay but this path is not lit by emeralds on pillars though right? those didn't show up until you went through the the ruby door uh -huh. okay okay all right desmond clear out this uh clear out this door's colon use water gun <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> Use water. I, uh, I square my shoulders. I put my plant my feet underneath them and uh, blast it. Go butter 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 butter. Just clear out all the gunk in those doors. Yeah. Um. Really, just blitz their chakras. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> After. Uh, a moment or two, and it might require some assistance from Terrajux because the doors go up about 20 feet. Oh, yeah. Well, he could sit on my shoulders. That's fine. Um, <laughs> you eventually do uh, sort of go around. It's kind of like you're lightsabering the exterior of the door, except it's just water. Yeah. Um, oh, damn it. We forgot to get a before picture with the bottle so we could do a before and after of the pressure washing. Can't put it on, <laughs> can't put it on red. Uh, front page material right there. We cleaned thousands of years of dirt off of this ancient pseudo-dwarven door. And, and you'll what never it... guess what we found. <laughs> yeah. R slash oddly ancient and satisfying. <laughs> uh, does it help at all? Yeah. I... So, nope. um, Farrakh, go ahead and make a strength check for me as okay. you try to open and the I door assist. again. Okay. Uh, not like physically, but verbally. <laughs> uh, 21. Wow. Yeah. The doors uh, slowly swing open. Um, there's a, a much louder scraping sound. It sounds like, it, it feels like you are pushing something with the door as you open it. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. But it does open. And mm. on the other side is a, a large room, not as big as the, the sort of housing area. Um, that is lit with, again, uh, basketball-sized emeralds on these pillars. Um, there are a lot of machines in here as well, some of them similar to the ones that you saw at the entryway, some of them vastly different. And uh, sort of for the first time since you've come down here, there are things sort of left on the machines or tables. Oh. Um, it's not right. just, you know, stonework and dust for a change. Right. 
but so we will have to blow away some dust. I'm yes, assuming. I mean there's dust on top <gasps> of the things. <laughs> flap, flap, flap. How I mean, do you? Yeah, that that probably works too. I was like leaned against the door. One of the machines is okay. leaned against the door. It um, looks to have been sort of pushed up to the door. There is a, you can faintly make out under the dust, uh, sort of a scrape on the ground. All right, gang, spread out and look for clues. So somebody, so people about hold say, themselves up in this room? That's uh, what I was about to say. That's a little disconcerting. Um. A total of 20 on investigation. I'm looking around for dead bottos. I'm looking at these machines. I want to get a sense of what's going on in this fun new emerald room. Dead bods. Yeah. Let's see. You've heard of Dad Bod. Now get ready for <laughs> Dead Bod. Uh, this episode goes out to the necrophiliacs in our audience. <laughs> <laughs> of which I, of which we hope there are zero. <laughs> yes. Um, you don't find any dead bodies, or anything that could even conceivably have been a body at one point. Um, the machines are a little beyond you other than noting that some are similar to what you saw previously and some are different. Okay. The objects left scattered between and about the machines are... uh, It really depends where you are in the room. Closer to the entryway, it appears to be lumps of raw ore. Um, Oh, of various Fall Rock, types. get your get your gob on this. And it becomes increasingly processed the further back you go until at the far end of the room, um, sort of near another less impressive door is uh, are several pallets, stone pallets that are stacked with ingots. Ooh. Ingots of Yeah. yeah what kind of metal is this? There are several kinds of metal. And a main team. Um, copper, tin, bronze, plastic. Brass. <laughs> yeah, of uh, you know industrial grade plastics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, durasteel, permacrete, <laughs> Venetian <That> silk <laughs> ingots. Yeah. <laughs> um, butter. <laughs> you know oh, it's funny is when i used to work in Holiday the warehouse steel. one of the one of the things that we stocked that always really amused me was we would literally sold ingots of beeswax awesome. so you laugh okay. but I, a butter ingot is not really that unreasonable yeah i guess Holiday. not anyway. um so I, I now that finished. Fall Rock has sort of like a glimpse of the entire process, I guess we can get a better sense of what these machines are for, since he knows what's been done to the ore at each of these steps, I would assume. Or he has a sense. I mean, you might if the pile of ores didn't also include uh, mithril and adamantine. Oh. Which is doubly curious, because uh, Leyland, you at least would know that mithril is the result of a magical sort of process that the elves use to convert other metals into mithril and not actually Ooh. found as an ore. You can't Some believe everything you read in books, Leyland. Stuff going on down here. Uh, how, how heavy are these ingots? Depends on the metal. How heavy is the mithril and adamantine? I mean, uh, those one are gram of light. <laughs> tungsten must weigh like 200 grams, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm physically in pain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, adamantine ore is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Like, the hugest. So, uh, adamantine and mithril, we will be picking that out of the remnants. I immediately hurry over to the ingots, and I start, like, sifting through to see, have they ingotized mithril and or adamantium yes. in this heat. So the ingots, the pallets are separated by metal type and there's ah. 
probably like a dozen or so and there's okay i pick up the entire palette of adamantium and i go i'm gonna make some armor (laughs) are there labels of on these palettes or are they just sorted they're just figure out what the words mean so what you're trying to do yeah no unfortunately they're just sorted by metal there doesn't appear to be any kind of label ah they need a kanban system in here that's it's funny if you have a forklift certification. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was about to suggest. Um, you go look I for a do, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Well, good for you. You. I'm gonna have to start sending Daniel the, the forklift. Yeah. <laughs> I I get a great stream of forklift certification memes from Joe. <laughs> um. So there is not a mithril palette. I would wager. There is. Oh. <gasps> This seems too good to be true, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I put one ingot of mithril in my backpack before you could take it all away from us. <laughs> what makes you think I'm going to do Before that? you can rip our dreams away. I think, uh, I think we should all take. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the rest later. Or never, but... Well, I, I think uh, we should all well, take an ingot for now. Did we finish looking around for dead bodies, or How can you when you have all this? I I, mean, I didn't find any remains there, but like someone closed off this room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's another door behind here. We Was haven't gone like, to yet. It looks like there's evidence of a fire or some shit. Like, nope. Fire Marshal Desmond is on yeah. the case. <laughs> yeah. He never rests. <laughs> um. Okay, so are there adamantium ingots? Yes. Yeah. Definitely Took grab one couple. of those. And I then on the way back, Chad should summon some bears, and we should use them to help all. Bears. We yeah. should have well, <laughs> we can spend as many days as we need to here. It's not like some terrible cataclysmic earthquake is going to bury this entire facility. I'm sure some sort of you know cataclysmic <laughs> event feel... will happen before we can get all of our. I feel like I'm being called out here. <laughs> um, I take. So we really should buy like ranting or is this, roll. Is this <laughs> Joe's version of like DM Christmas right here? Like, <laughs> what did you say, Tara? I take two ingots of adamantine. Fancy. And then I post up on one side of the door and I start making hand signals because I'm guessing whatever's through here is going to be either a skeleton or like an angry skeleton. I would also like to just as an aside note that all of you know that were the dwarves or the elves to find out about this place, there would be consequences Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It would be bad news yeah. bears all the way down. Yep. And you, you need don't to want put to some the bad news bears. There, there would be enough bad news bears to fill the entirety of the pit that we took the elevator down. <laughs> we need to put some locks on the door and uh, maybe like what? just paint paint over it or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Put a rock in front of it. <laughs> or a giant tree. Yeah. <laughs> Inconspicuous. Well, so here's the thing. Um I can teleport out of this place. So like if everyone else leaves, <laughs> I can like close and bar the doors and then just teleport out and nobody else can get in. And then I'll just teleport back in because I know where it is. Let's do it. Dimension door's a great spell. Mm-hmm. Um Right. So let's uh let's get this final door here. Everyone post up, get ready. Well, final door. You yes. still have a whole other pathway you haven't explored. That's true, yeah. <clears throat> and inside there's gonna be there's gonna be a helicopter and a boat and <laughs> it's it's Christmas. We we get we're getting everything. Uh-huh. Um there's gonna be a little bed and breakfast there that we can open. <laughs> I haven't even given you guys the alchemy jug. Terra Jux's dad is there. <laughs> It'll be great. Amber inexplicably. Smokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I open the door. 
you open the door, and on the other side is um, a sort of slope down, um, and this is a little unusual, striking, um, because the stone is worked, but it's not tiled anymore through here. Oh. And oh. it descends down into darkness. It is longer than 60 feet. Uh, Farak, if you would lead the way. Yeah, let's lead the way. Let's go. I got a bad feeling about this. Do we, yep. we don't want to check Sapphire first? No. That might be a dead end. Uh, I feel I, like we're on a path we should try to finish that path. If it goes to some other giant cavern, then yeah, we'll come back and check Sapphire. But Okay. Everybody uh, everybody, be real sneaky-beaky-like, you know? No. Let's, uh, let's, let's creep on up. I can cast Pass Without Trace on us. I feel like it might be prudent. Just, I, I got a bad feeling. Because this is the first thing time we've seen signs of, like, habitation. So now I'm on edge. Um, right. Can you double up on Pass Without Trace, Joe? No. No. Because <laughs> my, my staff casts it for free. Pass Without <laughs> Negative Trace. <laughs> You just all disappear entirely. <laughs> so we leave so little trace that the story is no longer about us. Yeah, we. We hope you all brought your, your backup characters to this one. Pass with. I always trace have my backup removes you from existence. Yeah, uh, we sneak down the staircase, tunnel, whatever it is. Uh, it's just a slope. Um, but yeah, you slide on down, and you eventually come to a, a much larger chamber that's, again, um, rougher worked stone. And uh, do you remember the old, the old ways of strip mining in Minecraft, where you just yeah. make like a 12 by 12 square and go down? Yep. Yeah. The staircase on the edge. <clears throat> well, the staircase. The, on the old edge. buildcraft quarries. Yes. <laughs> that is more or less what you see at the end of this tunnel. Um, it's very dark in here, but you come across a an evenly cut uh, sort of drop off that just descends into darkness. There is a another lift situated on the edge. Um, not as huh. like sturdy or well established as the one that dropped you down sort of into the the main area down here mm-hmm. um, but it looks like that's probably what was used to get to the bottom of this little quarry mine all right um let's backtrack and do sapphire that's I don't think we need to go down yeah. there right now. Not at the moment. Let's backtrack and do Sapphire. Okay. I lead the way. Okay. <clears throat> you go back to the Sapphire path. Um, this, uh, this pathway is more similar to the one leading to the housing area than to the smeltery. Um, mm-hmm. It's got sort of decorative statuary not it's and when i say decorative statuary i don't mean like the featureless humanoids it's like not functional almost it's like university art installations just kind of shapes Um, oh yeah okay okay sorry if that wasn't clear (laughs) um this leads to another of the large doors well, let me know the drill. Mm-hmm. Farak, give it the old giant's belt grease. Let's go open this door. You slide the door open. And um, inside is a single large building situated in a natural cavern. Hmm. Um, there are glowing sapphires, uh, very dimly glowing sapphires on top of pillars on either side of the door into this building. Well, let's uh... yeah, let's go in. Let's check it out. <laughs> let's head inside. 
Okay. Uh, Anybody home? You slide the door open, and uh, inside you see what looks like a reception area, like a, a desk. There are a couple of chairs kind of carved out of the walls, um, small tables. There are two doors behind the reception desk, one on the left and one on the right. I checked uh, the reception desk. Still yeah, dusty. Is it yeah, still like layer of dust? Okay. Uh, anything in the reception desk? Any like? Nope. Probably not a ledger. Nope. <laughs> okay. Door on the left. Yeah, we've had luck with the left door. Oh, I open the left door. You open the left door, and there is a short hallway with uh, two doors on either side and one on the end. Just. Going right around, opening the left door, uh, playing this like phasmophobia. If there's anything of interest in the room, I stay there. If not, we move on. <laughs> Start with the left door. First left door. This looks like it might have been an office at one point. Um, there's a, a stone sort of desk or bench with a, a chair carved behind it. Um, two chairs kind of situated on the other side, sort of by the door. Um, couple of drawers. Nothing. Is this um, is this tower and these furnishings are they carved out of like a single block of stone or? That's the impression you get. Okay, that's very cool. Um, that's talented, but yeah, huh. like that's what I like. I'm wondering if Fall Rock is like. Does this seem like more advanced than? You know, what we saw in the mountain home? Like, I mean, there's this level of stonework, the mount, and everything else. Like, In some sense, but also, like, the mountain home has those impractically large doors going for it, so. One, one of the more notable differences between the two is that the mountain home didn't tile everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, tiling that cliffside is a, a feat of yeah. impractical stonework that is almost like monumental in nature. That's mm -hmm. something you do when you're trying to train up your engravers and you have nothing else to do. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I guess let's... Uh, so these are all just offices here in this back area. Yeah. Or And the, okay. the door at the end of the hallway, um, if you had to guess, would probably be a break room oh okay uh will everyone take a five minute break in the break room and then let's go do the right door <laughs> we're all sitting in there i get out my lunch i you know i microwave <laughs> like some spaghetti bar. desmond yeah. goes over to the water cooler and fills it up <laughs> and then pours himself a cup of water and, yeah, yeah. And start drinking out of it Blah. <laughs> um oh you just like latch the decanter onto the stand. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, okay. I think we should go do the right side now. Right door. The right door opens to a staircase. What? Staircase up, right? Staircase right up, yes. Okay. okay. Go up. Next Damn. floor. You go up to the next floor. The next floor appears to contain an open plan office, like a cubicle farm. Ugh. But everything is made of stone. There's I, go a, find the a, I go find the hang juice on, bar. Hang on. The only other place that we've been that had like a office type environment was um, the true church. Yes. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Just saying. I suppose you have a point. They they have perfected the office hellscape aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's something good to keep in mind. We haven't seen any, like, sigils or icon iconography anywhere. Not just no. in the true church, but, like, there's been no, like, clan symbol of anyone, as nope. far as we can tell. As far as you can tell. So weird. Um, all the stationery, like, all the staplers have been cleaned out, I assume. Yeah, you don't uh, spot any 
any objects. No abacus. No abacus. Hmm. Is there more stairs up? There are more stairs up, yes. Keep going up. Let's get to the top of this so we can get to the bottom of this. Yeah, that's the spirit. You Next go floor. Up another floor um, to uh, what you would guess is probably like executive offices or higher administration. Um, there's a sort of central room with uh, like another receptionist desk and then several offices kind of tucked into the back that are like this is the first glass that you've seen while down here. Huh, okay. Um, so it's like, you know, glass corner offices. Right. Oh. There's another staircase at the, the back. Keep going up. All the way up, up, up. You go up one more floor to the, the top floor of this building. And uh, this is just one large singular office. There's a desk. There are a lot of uh, what I would describe as stone filing cabinets lining the exterior of the room. Okay. Can we open these filing cabinets? Is there anything inside? You certainly can open the filing cabinets. Okay. And indeed, there are things Whoa. inside. Crazy. There are... I um, found something. Metal sheets that have been... Uh, hammered with the same unreadable script. Paper. Weird. Okay. Um, grab I a collect a of few those. of these, yeah. Yeah. Can always mm. translate them later. Should we take all of them? There's a lot of filing cabinets, I think. I, most of it's going to be mundane paperwork. Yeah, yeah but I'm... Creating a cipher out of it would be enough. Sometimes. I'm more interested in, yeah, creating a cipher and learning, like, if there was a name for this place or stuff like that so i figure if we grab like randomly 10 sheets from various filing cabinets then we'll get a at least a glimpse into the life yeah that's so weird that they took the office supplies but not the sensitive documents well the office supplies might have like worn down or something yeah i mean these are made of metal right mm -hmm. yeah that's true but I feel like some of the office supplies would have been made out of stone. Like, for all we know, this paperwork is just like, you know, like hours, like time in, time out sheets and whatnot. Sure, but and... everything else has been taken. Is the thing? Like, yeah, I don't know. Empty. Um, oh yeah, to... just the fact that everything has been stripped away is so weird to me. Like, we haven't even found like an ashtray. Can everybody please make an investigation check as you? Pull things out of the filing cabinets. Fourteen. Yeah. Thirteen. 14. Seven. Um, Eighteen. Desmond, what did you get? Fourteen. Okay. Uh, Leylin, as you're as you're poking around, you pull open a, a filing cabinet and find that it is entirely empty, which is so far every every other one that anybody's checked has been full of these metal sheets. Hmm. So this is all unimportant, or is this, is this at like a uh, like a certain office or like a central one or you know maybe the largest one? I don't know. Well, I do know. You don't know. <laughs> Wait. So one of these filing cabinets is just empty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does it have a false bottom? <clears throat> no. Ooh. Oh. Can uh -oh. you pull the drawer out? Like, out um, of the filing cabinet? No. You're not actually entirely sure how the filing cabinets work, since they are carved from stone. <laughs> they're like, they're on stone tracks with yeah. stone wheels. Ay, ay, ay. So that's is what it, his investigation it, revealed, is that one of them was just empty? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yeah. So whatever was in that one was important enough to take, basically. Yeah. And the rest of these were not important enough to take. But the office supplies were, so these are too old to be useful? Yeah, I could see that. You know, it, offices keep stuff for way longer than they should, so these are... These are right. Cool. 
They they yeah, only grab the recent stuff. They take the office supplies, but leave pallets of mithril and well, everything that, that else. That door was blocked. They blocked that door so they couldn't. Like that's uh, that's the weird part. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like deeper in was their escape route. Could be. Like. Do you think they escaped to the plane of? Uh, plane maybe. Of Earth? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you're already used to living below ground, then that wouldn't be yeah, a if huge... If you have is cut out of stone and crystal, yeah. Right. That, I mean, that's a decent hypothesis. I just think we've... More we've so... Like, There's no like, more stairs going up in this just place. What, right? what were they running from? Like, the it's hatchling? not like... Yeah, who knows? <laughs> like, when in doubt, the... <laughs> The cracking of the planet is a pretty good reason to leave, and it's not like you could escape it by going up onto the surface. Yeah. Um, hmm. But for this place specifically, there's no more stairs going up or anything. We reach the top floor. Yes, that's correct. Okay. All right. I think Let's we go back, back and start going down the uh, the Minecraft mine shaft. Excellent. Uh, you head back there and post up Wait, by... we went we went all the way to the top floor yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay record keeping was the top for some reason you post up uh sort of at the the lift and that is where we will call the episode Whew. so thank you for joining us for another thrilling D D adventure more of a mystery really this time around than an adventure you can have it both it can be both it's an adventurous mystery or a mysterious it's adventure. An, an excavation. We're archaeologists today. Yeah. Yeah. At least we, 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 we technically have a dungeon, so. Yeah, yeah we're definitely not tomb robbers. Oh, well, bodies. hope we don't find any snakes. Well, yeah, well, it's this this episode has been dungeons. Next episode is dragons. Great. I'm down. Um, Let's go. When, when do we get to do and? You're not ready for it. What do you think we've been doing this whole time? <laughs> it's more of our typical episode. <laughs> oh, that caught me. <laughs> anyway, I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master. Um, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at the Alchemist Club 88 at gmail.com or the Alchemists Club 88 at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Um, leave a review. Tell your friends about us. Love to get some new listeners. Our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club, and someday in the future that will actually mean something. Um, <laughs> joining me today we have... Daniel playing Chetfleet. Cahill playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle and I play Tyrejax. Thanks for joining us. You know, I'm reading Water Breathing right now, and why the hell does it have a verbal component? You figure <laughs> they would have figured out that maybe in an emergency situation where you need to breathe underwater, a verbal component is not helpful. You know, uh, an ounce of pre prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's exactly why. <laughs> well, just be able to breathe underwater like me, and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you can cast it on your friends. If you don't have homegrown gills, Magic Bot is fine. <laughs>